Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. On behalf of General Tire, where anywhere is possible, drivers, start your engines! Monday night and it's time to get round. 
catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. All right. It's Monday night, and guys, it's time to get rowdy again. And I'm running on nitro tonight, guys. And helping me with this show is my Chi-Town duo, Jack Man Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. Hey, I'm I'm ready, guys. Got the Derby coming up. Got Tom Legerman calling in, the market and, and uh, public relations guy with ARCA. Tom's always a great talk. Looking forward to it, guys. And, hey, I'm back with a posse, and it ain't going to be long till we'll be down in Pensacola. Well, eight days for you, nine days for Jeff and I. Uh, we'll be there. Uh, bells on, uh, shoes on, ready to do some uh, some walking the next four days after that. And uh, Rowdy, we got a lot of people to see, a lot of things to do, and a lot of walking on uh, coming up at the Derby. So uh, we better get ourselves ready. Well, hey, I'm I'm telling. Uh... I'm ready for Brief O'Brady's on Tuesday night, guys. Uh, I'm ready to get it on. Let's get going. Hey, after what I went through this weekend at Gibbs Place, I'm going to give all, everyone at Gibbs Place a shout-out. Sherry, Clara, Stephanie, all the girls, everybody we met. We had a great time, and that's what I'm running on tonight. It's what, what, what I lived through Saturday night. Man, everybody needs to experience that. And can't wait till y'all can – I can take y'all. Y'all come to Talladega. We're going to Gibbs Place on – Saturday nights, it's worth it. Yeah, well, you know what? That's a tough choice. We go to Gibbs Place or we go to the Boulevard. We'll have to do the Boulevard Friday night and then go to Gibbs Place on Saturday. Is that what you're saying, Howdy? That's what I'm saying. All right. Plan. It sounds like a good plan to me. What about you, Jeff? Sounds like a plan. Whatever you're up for. <laughs> Well, guys, you know, we got uh, next week. I got Grant Enfinger going to be calling in. We kind of hope to get him tonight, but uh, you know, he had uh, two obligations before us. So, uh, hey, I'm looking forward to next week. But that's Derby week, and uh, Grant's in, entered in both races. Hey, Mark, do you know about the entry list today? I do, Rowdy. Uh, the super late models are up to 52 entries, and the pro late models are up to 50 entries. So when we walk into the place on Thursday morning, we'll see 102, uh, as of now, late mile stock cars, plus uh, the local divisions on top of that. So it's going to be full pits. It's going to be uh, active on Thursday. Uh, the pros and the supers can practice all day. And then there's two of the local divisions running 50 lappers on Thursday night. Uh, and then on, on Friday, it gets really good. Uh, we got practice again all day for the Supers and the Pros. And then the Modified to Mayhem take stage as they're running a 75 lapper on Friday evening after pull qualifying for the Snowball Derby, which uh, 
uh, it's pretty nerve-wracking and uh, fun to watch, and uh, all the reactions we get to see on Pit Road as the, the evening progresses. So looking forward to that. Saturday's a full full boat, Rowdy. Jeff, we, we got a uh, – we won't be uh, out of the pits much at all on, on Saturday. We've got the trucks. We've got the qualifying race for the Derby. We've got the qualifying race for the Snowflake. We've got qualifying for the Snowflake. We've got qualifying for the trucks. A possible B main or last chance race for the trucks if there's enough of them. They're running 50 laps after the 100 lap snowflake race. So it all accumulates. Hey, it all comes to a yeah. Mark, can I, we got uh, our first guest calling in. I knew that would happen. Hey, all right, everybody. I'd like to welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show tonight, Tom Legerman with. Marketing and PR guy for ARCA Racing Series presented by Menards. Welcome back, Tom. Thank you, Rowdy. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate you both having me on the show tonight. Well, you got the round, t- the the three, the three at the table tonight. Jeff also. Uh, so Jeff, there's three of doing? us. How you doing, Tom? Doing great, Tom. Jeff. I, great to hear your. Back. I tell you. Uh, it was an absolutely awesome year. How would you describe uh, the 20th, well, actually the running of the 66 Arc of Racing Series presented by Menards? Well, I'm going to tell you something. You know, when uh, we had the 65th year uh, and Austin Terrio was our champion, I didn't think we could top that, and I think we did top it this year. What a tremendous amount of competition. Uh, youth was served in our series. Uh, there were two juggernauts that went head to head, uh, in a battle. It seemed like every week, uh, Venturini Motorsports against NDM racing. And, uh, when you look at the stats, it was uh, pretty dang impressive. Uh, Sheldon Creed ended up on top, but he had to earn it this year. It just wasn't given to him. Uh, but he, he did a tremendous job. Uh, he won when he had to, and more important, uh, he shadowed Zane Smith all year when he had to. Uh, and didn't give up points at the tracks where he was not as strong. And that was the difference in the championship. A uh, lot of quality, a lot of quality drivers also this year, one at a time. Oh, there's, there's a ton of them. I mean, uh, youth was served partial program showed through Chandler Smith. I mean, what a great find. Uh, he did a tremendous job at Salem. Unfortunately, he cut a tire there at the end. And uh, couldn't couldn't quite pull it off, but he came back for Venturini Motorsports and won uh, three races. Uh, he also had a number of pole positions this year uh, with them. Uh, you look at Christian Eckes, uh, who's now going to be full-time in 2019. You, you've got to say that he's going to be one of the contenders for the championship for 2019. He did a tremendous job. Uh, Zane Smith came back. Zane, in 2017, had uh, a couple of hard races. Uh, switched teams towards the end of the season, picked up some uh, momentum with MDM, and he seemed to carry it into where he looked at the first part of the year, I'm going to say the first seven races, like he was, you know, pretty good chance that he was going to be the champion to be. But Sheldon kept battling back. He put a uh, streak of finishes together on the intermediate tracks. That win at Michigan really was the difference for his season. I think it gave that team all the confidence. He and Jeff Stankiewicz, the confidence – they needed to go forward, and he just started uh, a streak down uh, towards that championship. Zane battled him. I mean, there was a point there when Zane won at Pocono, 
He closed the points battle down about 165 points. And, uh, you know, he looked like, boy, if he got a good streak going at a couple of the races, especially the short tracks, he could tighten it up. But Sheldon did what he had to do at the short tracks. He shadowed Zane. And uh, that was the difference. That was the difference. Hey, Mark, you're live with Tom Legman. Thanks, Rowdy. Tom, so good to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. And it's nice we get to chat with you and not have to worry about you running off the commitment at the event. So uh, it's a it's a double the pleasure for us. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to Thanksgiving and the holidays for sure. So are we. So are we. And, and uh, we've, we've got a little racing to go before that. And we'll take care of that and then settle down for the holidays. But how do you look at the the next season coming about? Uh, what do we have to look forward to and, and anything out of the ordinary coming up? Um, there, there are some drivers that may be running partial programs that I think will be uh, interesting prospects. Uh, you've got to look at Carson Husabar. He made his debut originally at uh, Berlin, and then, of course, we got rained out. And it was delayed, but he did a tremendous job there. That's his home track. That's with KBR Development, and uh, he's a he's a good young man uh, that you can see he's got the chance to put some you know victories on board in his career coming forward. Uh, Joe Graff Jr. had a breakout season, uh, you know, first year in the series. He won at Berlin. Did a little bit of a bump and run with uh, Carson to to do that and some others, but. He pulled it off, and I think he showed tremendous improvement from where he started the season to where uh, he finished up on the season. Bad Moffitt, if he comes back and runs some more races, he's improving steadily. He just needs more seat time. Uh, but he's, uh, from what I hear out in the out in the race area, he's looking to do more races this year. Uh, Caden Honeycutt. Caden ran at Salem and did a great job there. Uh, he was running right up front uh, with the leaders all night until uh, they had a problem there with, I think it was their rear end that they lost, but boy, he was pretty impressive for his first couple of times uh, in the ARCA racing series presented by Menard. So those are a few drivers that I think you're going to see on the young end coming up through. And then you'll have some others that'll be running the series. Travis Braden looks to come back. I think that team steadily improved. I think that uh, they'll be making the right, going, doing things in the right direction back in the shop, putting their heads together to come back and have a more concerted effort. Uh, they still finish fifth in the points. I think uh, you're going to see Gustine running a couple of races, and and uh, Christian Eckes, of course, he's looking at running the full season. And I think Venturini Motorsports will have one or two other drivers that'll be running the full season as well. They should be announcing that pretty soon. Yeah, we were lucky enough to uh, the tour of the Venturini Motorsports uh, facility a couple of weeks ago. We were in Charlotte, and uh, Big Bill gave us a grand tour, that's for sure. And uh, we learned a lot about ARCA uh, and, and its history that day also. So uh, this is kind of a history-making season. Uh, anything, you know, special we're going to do for the last year is, is you know, being owned by the – Drager family and and anything special with on that end 
term? Well, I mean, we we finished the year owned by the Drager family starting in 2019. NASCAR owns the series. Ron will still be responsible for the running of it and managing it. Uh, but okay. it'll be it's it's going to be business as usual. Uh, it's we're running under uh, Arca Racing LLC, uh, owned by NASCAR Incorporated. It's going to be business as usual. Uh, we're going to have a 20 race schedule. We should release it this week. I think we've got everything done. It was just a just making sure one or two dates on the exact day is when those events were going to run. But uh, we'll have that schedule out here uh, pretty quick. And uh, I, you're not going to see really any changes. I mean, you've already seen the one change that's been announced with five flags. We're going to be going down there in March, which is great because then it helps spread the, the weeks out that we're competing. The competitors had asked for a race in March. We've wanted one in March. So we're not so bunched up through the summer. And uh, luckily, Bob Sargent and uh, Tim Bryant were able to get together and strike a deal and, and make that happen. And that's a very popular short track. I mean, you, you know, we all talk about the snowball derby. A lot of the competitors are running the snowball derby. I, I anticipate we'll be coming back and running the, the ARCA racing series presented by Menards event there in March. So that's a very positive change. And uh, you're going to see some new teams roll out this year, which is very encouraging. So you're going to see some surprises and some announcements made all through December and into January. Well, we always look forward to it. It's, it's, I don't know if you can call it silly season or not. It's more like serious season because it's serious business we're talking about. And uh, uh, those are always the fun announcements and, and the banquets coming up and uh, looking forward to that and all, all the, and the PRI show and uh, Rowdy, Jeff and I will be at the, snowball derby next week and uh, uh we're looking forward to that and seeing all uh our arca friends there that are going to be there too so uh you're not going to go down there are you tam no i'm taking the snowball derby off uh i'm gonna i'm working pretty hard to get everything uh prepped for the 2019 season uh, you know we're in full swing here for that to get all of our work done before t- before we have to head out to the racetrack weekend and week out you know so uh, we're all busy back at the office. Charlie Crawl's been busy working on a media plan. Andrea's been busy putting compiling a video for the banquet, along with Casey Wagner, and everybody's working hard to get through the banquet and then start in on our process for next year. So busy time. It's, it's there is no off season. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, no, never there an is off-season. no off season. <laughs> well, Rowdy, is Jeff? It's all good. Yeah, it is. Is Jeff there, Rowdy? Thanks so much, Tom. We'll talk, we'll talk and see with you soon. I'm going to turn you over to Jeff. Okay. Thank you. Pleasure to speak with you, Mark. You're welcome. Oh, my pleasure. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Hey. Uh, thanks for taking time and being on the show tonight. Jeff, my pleasure. My pleasure. I always enjoyed uh, seeing you guys at the racetrack and uh, being with you guys on the radio for sure. Um. About the schedule next year, like you say, we are going back. We're going to a five flags. Now, getting to the schedule, how does you guys determine where you guys are going to go and where where you might run each race at? How does, what's the process in that? Uh, you know, and really, it's Ron and the competition department ultimately decide that. Uh, we have, you know, the the good thing is, is that we're in good times for this series and for racing in general. We have a lot, we have more tracks than we have events. We don't, in the past, the series has been larger. It's been 22, 24, 27 events. 
we don't want to grow it past the 18 to 20 event range. Uh, and that's for budget concerns. We want to make sure our teams are able to compete within the budget box that we have. We don't want them to start having to spend more money uh, than they have to, to go out and, and run these races. And that's the biggest consideration is just keeping it the balance between short tracks and super speedways and the traditional dirt races and uh, not having too many events and, and costing, you know, way, way too much money. Now, this year was another great season. If you had to pick out a couple of things that stood out this year, what would you, what would be your top things that stood out of stories this year? I think you start off at Daytona and, and she wasn't the first female to win a pole, but Natalie Decker and knowing that that was Danica Patrick's last race on the cup series and, and the relationship that they have family wise and Natalie getting the pole uh, and she earned it, you know, she was in with that pack. Uh, she earned it. So that was a great way to start the season. The finish between Joe Graff Jr. and Zane Smith, I mean, that's going to be one for the ages. How do you beat that? That's one of the absolute closest finishes in racing history. Definitely the closest finish in Talladega history, which, I mean, Talladega's had some great finishes. Uh, how do you beat that? I mean, you know, it, it came down to on the uh, transponders, it was 0.00. He, he, Zane won by an inch. I mean, that's how they came to determine it. I mean, it just, just phenomenal racing and phenomenal uh, finish there. The short tracks were uh, very competitive. I think one of the short track wins that stands out for me was Gustine at Elko. And uh, he and Jamie Jones, Jamie decided to not take tires and put him on at one point early in the race when we had that caution about lap 70. And Gus went three laps down, and I was monitoring them on the scanner. And Jamie was apologizing to Gus, and Gus, you know, saying that I've blown your race for you. And Gus said, no, I, Jamie, I think you still made the right call. He says, let's just see how it plays out. And for Gus to have that poise uh, and just be that calm in the car being three laps down, I mean, you've listened to race car drivers. You know how they are if they lose a lap. To lose three laps, he was so poised and so confident that, look, it's going to play out. And it certainly played out. And uh, the cards fell his way, and he won that race on that strategy. To come back from three laps down, that was phenomenal. You know, so those are some of the ones that stand out in uh, in my mind. How about for you? Yeah. Well, uh, like you said, those are some of the great ones. Uh, yeah, uh, especially that one in Elko. Yeah, with Gus Steve coming back and winning that race. That was that was probably the, one of the highlights of the of the year. Now, with the ARCA Racing Series, you see all these young talent come in, and you see all the young talent leaving to go to the upper series. What do you think ARCA contributed contributes that to? With the given the drivers their experience to, to, to move up to their ranks, because you, if you look in the truck series, you, you know Sheldon Creed's got a truck ride. You see Harrison Burton up there. You see Chase Purdy, Riley Hurst. So all these guys, they come to the ARCA series and move on to the next series. We're a true development series. You get to run both the short tracks, the intermediate tracks, and the super speedways. And, you know, now when you run the truck series, you, you run at Eldora. So suddenly Springfield and DuCoin become very, very important. Uh, 
in your in your repertoire, so to speak, to have that experience before you move up to the truck series. So I think it's the diversity of our our series. You know, we used to have the road course races. Unfortunately, we don't right now. But uh, it's the diversity in our series between the short tracks, intermediate tracks, super speedways, and the dirt that really bring out the best in these drivers. And and uh, they're they're forced to learn uh, on other tracks that they may not have experienced younger in their careers. So I think that's part of it. I think, look, the, the old guards retiring. When you look at what started with Jeff Gordon and working through, I mean, you know, Tony Stewart, uh, and you can go on and on, Matt Kenseth. Jamie McMurray just retired, and barely a whimper was heard because so many of the old guard is retired. And I remember when Jamie was a young buck and went off and replaced Sterling Marlin and, and won at Charlotte you know, in the 500 there in October. And uh, that was a big deal. And, you know, now Jamie's one of the old guard and he's retiring. So there's a lot of seats open as, as things go all the way up through from trucks to Xfinity to cup. And this is the time youth has been served and it's going to be the best of the best talent wise that make it and climb up to the upper echelons of uh, the sport. And we're one of the, we're now really considered one of the rungs in the ladder that you got to go through just like in baseball, we go through single A, double A ball, triple A, and then a major league. We're one of the ladders that you've got to you've got to ascend to uh, enhance your career, and it's 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 great. It makes for some great racing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, some of the talent that we've we've seen, you know, especially Chandler Smith coming in this year. Man, he did a phenomenal job. Uh, you know, he probably could have had a couple more wins if if you know at Berlin he kind of got spun out at the end and. Had that yes. uh, that tire at Salem. It's just uh, it's amazing what these kids are doing these days. Well, and it, that's a great example. And you really learn about the drivers you have in the series. So two that really stood out for me was Chandler coming back to Salem after he had that incident where he cut the tire the first time. He wanted to come back. He wanted that race so bad. And he came back and he spanked everybody. I mean, he took possession of it from right at the green flag and never looked back. And he wanted that race so bad to prove a point that he felt he should have won the first time. It didn't go his way. He was going to come back and he was going to show everybody. Uh, One of the ones that I was really impressed with, Christian Eckes has been very good at every track he goes to, but having a win this year on the dirt was phenomenal. I mean, that's, I wouldn't have bet on that. And for him to go off and do what he did, that was pretty special as well. All right, Tom, I wanted to say thanks for taking time being on the show tonight. Uh, as always, it's great to have you on the show with your knowledge, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you at the banquet, and uh, have a happy Thanksgiving and a safe one, you and your family. Thanks, you as well. Happy holidays to everyone out there. I appreciate you having me on, and, and don't forget, Daytona Test is right around the corner the first week in January. We'll be right back at it. I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy. All right, thanks. Good talking to you. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, yeah, that's this right around the counter. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know, uh, we enjoy it, Rowdy, because we get to go to the warmth, you know, in the middle of winter. So it's always a good good time to go down there. Well, that's February, the weekend of the 9th. Isn't that correct? February the 9th is race day? Yep, February the 9th is the race day, and then we're going to be down there for testing exactly a month before. In January. Well, 
Tom, I, I, one thing, you know, I, I've kind of went through a storm, and the storm that I went through was my family helped me through it and my ARCA family and my radio companions here. And uh, I appreciate y'all being there for me. Bud, we love you to death. We appreciate all you do for us. But, we, you know, that just goes to show you we are one big family. And uh, we love you to death. And we're glad to see you back. We're sorry you had to go through what you went through. But we're glad to see you back at the racetrack. And racing's good medicine. And uh, just keep coming to the track and keep doing what you're doing. And the medicine will still be good. Well, I got my smile back at Kansas. And thank you for uh, helping me get that. And, uh, uh, hey, I'm looking forward to February. It's uh, We hope to do some great things and be part of it, and uh, we enjoy being there. Uh, you know, y'all developing on the track, we kind of feel like we help the drivers improve out in their interviews, and we're, we're, we're glad and, and all blessed to be part of it, Tom. We appreciate all you do, Rowdy, and definitely, yeah, I mean, these young Young guns, these young men and women, they need to be out there and being interviewed so they can perfect their craft uh, so they're better when they move up through the series. And the only, only way to do it is to get out there and do it. And that's what I keep telling them. And, and you provide that help with them and, and some very good critique for them and appreciate all the exposure that you give our young drivers and you give our series and, and how you participate in what you do. We're, we're very thankful and we appreciate it. All right, Tom, where can I keep up with the ARCA Racing Series presented by Menards? Go right to ARCAracing.com, and we'll, you'll have all the latest news. Uh, Charlie Crawl, he puts up a story, two stories every day, and there's a lot going on right now, and you're going to see them rolling. And Andrea Volpe, she puts up all the videos. So uh, there's a lot happening. There's always something fresh every day, twice a day, sometimes three times a day. So. Check it once, check it twice, and check it before you go to bed, and you'll keep up on all the latest news. <laughs> and that's exactly what I do. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, yeah. To keep up with it, you got to keep up with it at least three times a day. Yep, you do. Exactly. You have to. Well, happy Thanksgiving to everybody in ARCA. And, Tom, I, I want to try to get some more guests, uh, some people from ARCA, you know, down to the tech guys that, you know, just talk about yeah. what what we do. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Just let me know, you know, talk to me, and uh, I'll, we'll help you get that lined up. That would be great. I think there's, there's a couple of them that would be pretty interesting to get on. That sounds great to me. Thanks, Tom. All right. Thanks, thanks, guys. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. All right. All right, guys. Uh, exciting times coming up for the 2019 series. I'm looking for, you know what, I think we've pretty much, what are we missing, a race now, one or two races, Rowdy, on the schedule they, that they're finalizing before they can release the total schedule, and uh, I'm excited to see it. Uh, we know there's a couple of changes coming up. Uh, we're excited about Five Flags. Uh, it's a nice facility for an ARCA short track race. Good pit road facilities, uh, nice-sized track, uh, quick track. Uh, the 200 laps there will go by before we know it. So uh, we're looking forward to being there and getting away from out of uh, the Chicago area in the middle of March will be nice, won't it, Jeff? Yeah, well, uh, I'm ready to go now, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> you, 
I believe you, Rowdy, and I also. <laughs> yeah, we'll be there in a we'll be there in less than a week now, and uh, Derby bound we are. Well, guys, you know, for me, it's the first first time to be able to go to Beef O'Brady's. Looking forward to that Tuesday night. Then I can be there for uh, when they file in to bring everything in on Wednesday. And, uh, hey, Thursday, it, it starts. The madness starts. Ooh, well, you know what, Rowdy? It used to start Thursday. You actually have a race on Wednesday night at the track. Uh, the, the Super Is that stack, the modified? You have the Super Stacks or the uh, Street Stacks or one of those divisions. I can't remember off the top of my head that's running a 50-lapper on Friday night. Then you have the Green Flag Party in the Big Ten out in front of the grandstands and uh, off of Turn 1 there at the main entrance uh, where uh, you guys, uh, they held those special events last year at, at, in their tent. They're bringing it back, and it's open to the public. They're going to do a lot of neat stuff with it this season. It's going to be a great time, and if hey, if you haven't got tickets, you better get tickets and come on down because it's going to be one show. It, it is rowdy, and and I I think there's only a few reserved seats left, and all, after that, it's it's general admission, and that's uh, not bad. But uh, there's some really good seats available, uh, probably, and uh, check it out. Because if you want to sit and see him come right at you off of turn one, uh, the grandstands up there are just phenomenal, aren't they? Yes, they are, guys. It's a good place to watch the race. It is. We got lots of good places to watch races there. And uh, uh, we we checked them out, and uh, uh, we enjoyed them all. Just being at the Derby is is the number one goal, and... uh, being able to to be there with uh, your your friends and your radio cohorts, uh, reporting on the racing, it just doesn't get much better than that, does it, guys? Nope. So uh, you know how wet and miserable my feet was at Charlotte. I was thinking the whole time that I had my white my black boots. Weather insulated, waterproof boots was up in the bus, but now they were right here in the car. They were in the carport, and I walked right out the door and passed them up as I went to Charlotte. Uh, well, you know what? You discovered a, a a new way to keep warm at Charlotte, Rowdy. So uh, it it worked. Everything worked out. Hey, thanks to Randy Lajoy and uh, the love of seat Lajoy of seats. Uh, Randy took care of us uh, all weekend long. He fed us, gave us beverages. Uh, uh, we had everything from appetizers to main course to dessert all there. Uh, just just great hospitality. And uh, Eric and, and Haley and uh, the group with the track uh, and our, our great view of the track and the watching the racing. Uh Glad you got to come and experience it, Rowdy. And like the Derby, once you've been there, you got to go back. Uh, it's on the. I know when it is. It's on the list. 
<laughs> hey, I'm, I'm I'm telling you guys, I'm stalking Arca now. He said this week, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know what? It's it's you know it may be the off season, but there's a lot going on. Like Tom just said, uh, they're they're preparing for the banquet and they're preparing for the 2019 season already. And and you have to be ahead. You have to be way ahead of yourself if if you're going to uh, do it and do it right. And uh, Arca does it right. There there, there aren't too many downfalls on the Arca side. Uh, what a great series. Well, Tom had it right when uh, he named it was the perfect coverage for the series because, I mean, you go, it's like Eldora on dirt. They race two dirt races. Only thing, and and you heard it, as I heard it, when they said, listen, we're not ruling out never going back to road courses. We're going to try to stay where NASCAR's at and their own road courses. So, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a road course in there, but you never know. Possibly not this season, Rowdy, but uh, I, I see it in the future. Uh, there, there are numerous uh, facilities out there uh, that are within the Arca market, that's for sure, and uh, could easily run a race. Uh Tom said they've got a 20-race schedule now. They want to keep it at about 20 races. They have uh, more tracks than they do races at the moment. So right. it's a tough call. It's a tough call. Yeah. Well, hey, Mark, let's take a little time out here. You know, it's Talladega. All right, Rowdy. I think it sounds like a good thing. Yeah. 
Hey, it just ends like that. <laughs> hey, you go for a camp out there with a fire and music and a race shows up and it's nothing but absolutely joy. One of the things I'm looking forward to besides the racing and the amount of racing and cars we're going to see at the Derby Rowdy is um, we get to go back out into the lot, barbecue our, our, our food, reflect on what we've got to see, really get the show. The, the, the shows after we're together on, at a race weekend are uh, are a little tighter and a little better for the simple reason we were there and we're able to get ourselves more prepared even before the show starts. Uh, not that the shows we do aren't, when we're not together aren't bad because they are, because we just had a really good one. We had a great interview. So uh, that energy is there though. And uh, and it's just undoubtable and uh, we, we, we kind of work off of that, don't we? Uh, it works for me, Mark. I mean, just, we're just blessed to be able to be part of it, you know, whether it's short track racing and Bob Dillner and uh, Tim Bryant, Five Flag Speedway and Speed51.com. Hey, we're, we're lucky and blessed enough to be part of all the great things that go on at the short tracks and, and the snowball derby. And I, I'm looking forward to next weekend. We got Grant Infinger and uh, Grant's, I'd say that's a local track for Grant, uh, it, him being from Fairhope, Alabama. Yeah, it's just across the border. Uh, Grant used to run Mobile and Five Flags uh, in his earlier part of his career in, in, when he was running late models. And uh, he's got a full program, Rowdy. He's running the, the Snowflake 100 and the Snowball Derby. So, uh yeah, we're we're going to see a lot of Grant uh, at the Derby, and hopefully uh, we're going to see him run well. Well, you know, set on the pole at Homestead, that's not bad. No, he uh, he didn't quite pull off the win Friday night, but uh, he did finish second. He's in on the pole. He ran good all evening. Uh, Grant had a good, solid season with a win. Uh, a lot of top fives, a lot of top tens. He was uh, he was in the hunt for a few wins there this season. So uh, things happen, and, and that's racing. Uh, so we're looking forward to to seeing a really good race driver uh, at the Snowball Derby. I don't, you know, trucks, Xfinity, Cup, late models. You know, we're going to see the gambit of, of drivers at, at the Derby, and uh, it's the best of the best. And uh, He's run well there before, and there's no chance. There's a good chance he can win this. So, yeah, we're looking forward to spending some time with Grant. Well, he could sure sling that Toyota Tundra around Homestead. He did, Rowdy. Uh, he had a good run. I, I, I was lucky enough to be able to watch it uh, Friday evening and uh, enjoyed the race and was pulling for him. He just, just. They have quite a, you know, at the end there, and uh, uh, Brett Moffat went on to win and, and win the championship, and uh, well-deserved. Uh, he was not the favorite, and I kind of think uh, that was the, the the hype all weekend was all the favorites, and really the underdogs, I think, took the show, don't you? 
Exactly. I was impressed Long. with the ARCA kit. Uh, the ARCA drivers that was in the truck series that we knew, they had been on the show. Sheldon uh, Creed had a good run. Our, our ARCA champion had a really nice run at Miami Homestead. And uh, uh, I think he has a bright future ahead of him. Uh, he's with a good team. Uh, and he's already shown that he's capable of uh, running uh, the trucks uh, as well as he ran the ARCA cars, don't you think? I th- I see a, a lot of success in Shelton, and I appreciate Shelton being part of our show this year for the 2018 series. And congratulations yep. on your championship. Yeah, unfortunately, the one show we were going to do with our champion and winner of the Kansas race was uh, the night we had technical difficulties, and it just didn't work out. We haven't been able to get Sheldon back since. We'll have Sheldon Creed back on uh we uh, we want to talk to him about his uh, his championship, his season, and uh, his future. So we're we're looking forward to having him back on, aren't we, Rowdy? Yeah, we're gonna to try to get grab him and get him on here, and we'll and we'll cover the you know the win at Kansas, uh, his championship, and uh, his runs in the truck series. He's uh. He's, he's a talent, and he came kind of came out of nowhere, Roddy. We weren't real familiar with him at the beginning of the season, and look at him, he's the champion. Well, you know, he was driving with a defunct company to begin with. Uh, you know, they run around with, I think, five cars, and uh, Shelton, I think they started there, and which was a bad move. And uh, Finally, though, he got, he got with the right team. Hey, Hats off to MDM and Venturini Motorsports, man, and, and everybody else that runs an ARCA series. It's it's not a cheap sport, guys. I mean, uh, I'm in the quarter midgets here, and and you can spend big money in the quarter midgets. Well, a former driver and announcer on TV made a nice point a couple of weeks ago, and you and I talked about it, Rowdy. Uh, you make rules, you don't make rules. Uh, you make rules, the owners spend money to do everything they can to run as fast as they can within those rules. You don't make rules, they spend money, as you know, to go as fast as they can, you know, in that situation also. So where's the uh, where's the halfway point? You know, where do you uh, really start controlling the cost of racing? And uh, that's a really, really tough tough uh question the answer yeah uh market it never stops man you can spend uh, you can spend yourself into infinity in in racing the the best sport in the world and it it costs the most Well, you know, we were lucky enough to to tour the Venturini shops a couple of weeks ago Rowdy and uh we got to see everything from the the, the the chassis and the completed cars to the most minute pieces that go on those cars. And as you look at it, there's thousands of little pieces on those cars, and they all have to be uh, within you know regulation to be on the car. Uh, how do you check them all? Uh, and, and a lot of those are hidden. So it's yeah, and and 
again, how do you, you know that that goes back to how do you control the cost? It's the same difference, I think. So uh, you have to you have to go a little bit with uh, with trust and a little bit with the experience on that end, don't you think? Exactly, Mark. Um, exactly. It's a, uh, it's just a tough call either way. So, but yeah, it was an eye opener to to be able to tour those shops, see what really goes into making a car. We saw everything uh, from, like you said, a complete car to parts and every car type in between. Uh, anybody interested? There were a couple of really nice Camrys sitting in the shop, ready to go racing that uh, they have for sale. Contact Big Bill. I'm sure he'll make you a deal. They're right there at the verge being ready, aren't they, Mark? I, they were super speedway cars, if, if I'm not mistaken. Were they not, Rowdy? I think so. Well, he's going to have, uh, they're going to have an auction. So I guess if you follow, the, go on to their Facebook page, you'll probably find out when that's going to be. It's. I know it's soon. I can't remember if it's before or after the banquet, though, Rowdy, so. Uh, yeah, they are having. They are going to have an auction. Check Venturini Motorsports. Uh, go to their website. I'm sure you'll be able to find out all the information. And if it's been or when it's been, and uh, uh, you know, you're going to get a good deal. Uh, the Venturinis are one of the main reasons uh, some of these other ARCA teams are able to race every week. Rowdy. Exactly right, Mark. You know, they let you. They let a lot of people use a lot of equipment. But they, they're fortunate well, enough to have everything. You know, everything in racing just doesn't go by the wayside. Uh, it's it's uh, it's passed down and used by other teams. Uh, some teams have the they have the funding to do it. And others have to be a little more cost effective and. Uh, uh, you get your parts where you can get your parts at the best deal. And uh, if it was for Venturini, MDM, and the bigger teams being able to sell their equipment and their parts for uh, the other teams, uh, we have some pretty short fields, I would say. Well, look, guys, uh, I know he kept going out screaming and kicking, but Wayne's got him a Chevrolet composite body. I saw that. Uh, plus the other composite body car. Who'd have thought Wayne Peterson Racing had come on and, and into the modern era, huh, Rowdy? Hey, he's coming. So, hey, congratulations on to them. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're one of those teams that, you know, that, that's a, if you want to talk about a low-budget team, that's Wayne Peterson Racing. I'm not trying to downplay that fact or make them feel bad, but, you know, that's a simple fact. They don't have the budget some of the other bigger teams do. But they show up at almost all the races uh, and, for the most part, finish those races. They may be a few laps down, but they finish the races. Uh, They use a a variety of drivers, and their most notable driver being Con Nicolopoulos. Uh, And Con's a great guy. We'll hope to see him at the track running at Daytona this uh, February, Rowdy. Yep, yep, yeah. It's uh, always great. Uh, 
guys now. And I'm glad they got him another car. That's uh, I know he's got one five rides. So, and it, and they told me he's getting an Elmore engine for it. So Wayne's going. He's going 360 with it. Well, he finally used up all that supply he had in his garage already because he had a big supply no. of the no, legacy no. for a while. I'm he's, sure he's, he's still got him. He's just trying to make the switch. Y'all know if you got any kind of competitive, you got to go on and play the game. And it's a good game. They got a good, listen, they got a a good thing going for them. If you want to call it a package, it's it's probably one of the best. I think once we see the whole field going composite, everything's going to be different. I mean, it, it, it shows on the lineups and, Starting grid. How good the cars look. Well, not only that, they're a little more durable than seal-bodied cars, Rowdy. And, and a good example of that is if you listed any of the pre-race shows yesterday before the Miami Homestead race, uh, certain cup drivers were saying you can't do what the Xfinity cars did the day before up against the wall because of the steel bodies. Right. The Xfinity cars are, are the composite bodies. They're a little more flexible. They take a little more of a beating. You could do a little bit yep. more with them than you can do the steel-bodied car, Rowdy. Exactly, guys. We've seen it time and time. You know, it, it, they get up against the wall, and that don't slow them down. Those general tires just stay right on there and keep on the clicking. They do. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think uh, in the sometime in the near future, we're going to see the composite bodies on, you know, all the upper forms of racing. Uh, it, it's cost effective, and I I think in the long run makes for a little better racing because it's more forgiving. And uh, let's face it, rubbing is racing. Well, I mean, you know, what people don't con- put in consideration, those steel bodies are handmade. A lot of work goes into them. People don't realize how much work goes in, into making those, especially for the speedway cars. Short track's one thing, but uh, you know, to have a steel body speedway car, uh, yes, you could probably work with it more and and manipulate it a little bit more than you can the the composite body, just for the simple you know difference in in in. Uh, uh, the composite and the steel. So, uh, but the composite body cars just look a little nicer. They stand up a little nicer. Uh, and with the Ilmore engine and the and the general tire, uh, Arca has a really good competitive package right now. I think so, Mark. It it shows in the stats, and uh, I mean it. Look. Chase Briscoe, Austin Dario, and uh, it, it just shows. I mean, this year, yeah, this year was awesome. Well, you know, NASCAR champ Joey Logano uh, is an ARCA graduate, and he raced and won with the Venturini. So, uh, yeah, ARCA, like like Tom said, they're they're the uh, the ultimate. Uh, series to to get experience 
you can't go anywhere else and run radial tires and the big tracks similar to those that that uh, the trucks in Xfinity and Cup run. Uh, the only way you can do that right now uh, is ARCA. And NASCAR almost demands that you run these ARCA races at the bigger tracks before they even allow you a license on the big tracks. So, yeah, it, it, it's a very important series. I think so, too. Jeff, are you back with us? Not yet. No. You'll Sometimes it's still there. Yep. Well, that's why we got to check on him. Uh, Jeff's working and doing the show at the same time, so we appreciate him taking that time to, to do that with us. Yep. But, but yeah, when I said that, I did not slept. You know, once we throw it to Jeff, it's a few, like it's a little lag right there. There is. Uh, uh, but uh, we're, we're working on that and getting it better. <laughs> it, it, it's all working out. It's all working good. We just lost him, so. He'll be back. That's what He'll he said. If I... If, if if I'm gone, if I got to hang up, I'll call back. So, well, Mark, we're getting close yeah, to the long day there. Here he is, right okay, here. Robbie? I said right. he, he's back back on with us. If hey Jeff, go ahead, Roddy. All right, we're getting down to that time. Uh, let's close this thing out. What you got for to throw on us for the night? Oh, getting ready. Like we said, just getting anxious to get to uh, Pensacola. Um, can't wait to get there. Get some warm weather. And uh, also, everybody out there, have a wonderful and safe, happy Thanksgiving to them and their families. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, hey, Jeff. Hey, hope you all have a great Thanksgiving also because we are here. But hey, we'll talk before Thanksgiving, man. Yeah. All right. Good to hear from you. Uh, Mark, you know how it rolls next. You're always next in line. It's my turn, and we're, we're, we're turning it off already, Rowdy. <clears throat> Thanks, Tom Ligerman, for being on the show tonight. Uh, great insight. Always great to have you on. It was nice to be able to talk to you without rushing off to take care of one little fire you're putting out or another and uh, uh, like Jeff said a happy Thanksgiving and holidays to uh, everybody out there listening and uh, we'll be back next Monday doing our snowball preview show and I guess that uh, besides that Rowdy uh, let that light shine bright let it shine bright all the time and until next week we'll see you Man, that light, I've done recharged the batteries, and it's ready. I've cut, changed the light, and we're going with back to that soft blue. So, hey, it's look out. It's a blind light. I, I, hey, Dilder said look for the Christmas tree lights at Compound, and I say, hey, now look for that light, and we'll be at the Compound. That's the way, buddy. That's 
and counting down. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And you know what? We'll be back next Monday night. And we definitely going to have the rowdy on for that week. And hey, thanks to everybody at Gibbs Place. It was the bomb. It's the bomb. All right, Ronnie. Till next week. All right. Autobahn Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com.